0: On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at k105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines for around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. we we'll look back on the big holiday season, and we get started on a brand new year. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's the Good morning, sweetheart.
1: Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Welcome back. Thank you. It feels weird.
0: Happy New Year. But I love it. (laughs) We haven't been here in a few days.
1: Happy New Year. Uh,
0: Youngest daughter, uh, Alea, called you a candy cane this morning. You got the red and white stripes going on. Well, I've
1: been saving this sweater. I've only worn it one time before. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: Christmas Day, right? Correct. I think I saw it Christmas Day, yeah, so looking very, I think here's some very festive, probably are. Well, welcome back. Happy New Year. Let's, Thank you. Let's get at it. He is a five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio News Talk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, and even Hodgenville. He's Sam Gormley. And the Sparks! morning sam morning ralph how you doing uh good good <laughs> uh, first happy new year happy new year yes. second from all um from all measurements that i could make it was a really good weekend to be you oh
2: for sports sports <laughs> from, wise oh, yeah. from a sports oh, yeah. standpoint it seemed like can't, uh, uh, it can't get
0: much better you made out pretty well uh and so i guess the other important question is did you get everything you wanted for christmas
2: yeah, yeah, I didn't want much. It was it so.
0: NFC North uh, Championship? One of oh, your a- yeah, AFC North Championship. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah AFC for, sure, for North, sure, Yeah,
2: absolutely. And now you know that there are pathways that uh, we could be having a little building showdown here, Bengals Titans. You know, in yeah, the playoffs, could happen.
0: It's uh, well, I, I would have to care more about. The I Titans know you would, but a showdown. But showdown.
2: I, I will make it a showdown. You will. All right. I, I need an enemy. <laughs> yeah, but
0: I would have to care more. I would guess you did spend considerable time in Hodgenville last week. Yes, and then Bowling Green the week before. Well, yeah. Rich Pond,
2: I guess. Yeah, you've the, been uh, been well NBA traveled Kansas. with Cougar yes.
0: Sports over the break, and so uh, now ready to to hit twenty twenty two tonight in in earnest. Yeah, you got uh, what, girls' action tonight. Yes, you know, Owensboro. T- talk a little bit about that coming up later on in the program. Uh, it was a cold start. Uh, it, it's it's one thing to get back into a routine on January third. Um, but then to be insulted with the bitter temperature, well, what what feels like a bitter temperature compared to what we've been experiencing the last few weeks, seem like uh, an additional oomph, well, here you go, we're going to hit you in the face. Cold to start the week. Uh, we've seen wind chills in the teens this morning in areas of the region. We've seen uh, lows in the 20s. We are watching potential snow event for later mm. on in the week. Let's not. Uh, I I agree. Let, I say let's not. <laughs> but uh,
2: Murfreesboro had like four or five inches. Yeah.
0: Thursday, if you look at the localized forecast, so if you actually zero in on the Litchfield forecast for Thursday, yesterday it said one to three inches possible, but it sounds like the way that this system jogs could make a really big difference on the amount of snow that we see. When we get an inch of snow, no big deal around here. When we get three people start to act a little more silly. And so I hope that we're not on the not on the three side, but we'll watch uh, we'll watch the forecast and the way things develop over the next uh, couple of days, try to get a better idea and zero in on what our sledding is likely to look at. But officially sunny today and a high of 37, mostly clear 25 tonight. Mostly sunny tomorrow a high of 49, cloud cover as I mentioned on Wednesday, potential snow event on Thursday and then cold cold on Friday. I mean, like 15 um yeah not very not very nice now saturday we were just dealing with warm temperatures and another round of tornadic events that swept through kentucky this time not nearly as damaging and not as deadly as those early in the month but we had uh, tornadoes again in Hopkinsville. We had them in Bowling Green and Union City, which is in Madison County, Glasgow, Campbellsville, is there one in um, Hart, County Hart County, I believe is maybe not yet been confirmed, but most likely uh, Marion County, Green County, Metcalf County. And so governor Beshear, uh set out a, uh, a um, disaster uh, state of emergency for those areas on Saturday. So in in ways it was sort of insult to injury on what a lot of the state had dealt with earlier in the week, but you could just kind of draw a line again. Hopkinsville, Bowling Green, Campbellsville it was just like on. You could see and Madison the County too. Kind of in that way same... that system moved through. Uh, there was a flooding that accompanied the weather events over the weekend, and but fortunately, thank God, no apparently no immediate reports of injuries or deaths. At least that was the initial uh, information. So that's good. Let's hope that it. Uh, hope that it stays that way we've had enough death and destruction thanks to the weather now it, schools back in session today for uh, most students in the region a lot of people back to uh, you know back to their normal work routines and patterns today and so uh, the next couple of weeks is going to bear out there there's going to be a lot of positivity in the next 2 weeks from a covid-19 standpoint in Kentucky And the peak nationally is being predicted to be January 9. So there are already portions of the country that we're seeing surges in the Omicron variant positivity. And you're seeing hospitalizations increase. And by the way, hospitalizations is really where the problem is for our society. And you say, well, why why is it hospitalizations? Well, when hospitalizations get maxed out, Healthcare workers get maxed out. They get reassigned from other things, and then elective procedures and other things that you might have had scheduled then start to get moved. And so there just tends to be this ripple effect where people don't get the care that they need because it's not an emergency, and people are you know clogging healthcare because of their positivity with Omicron. Now, what I've been able to observe about Omicron, this it appears to me to be very fast spreading but not as severe as what we've seen, maybe uh, the original and, and Delta, but it spreads like wildfire. And so that's, we're there's just no two ways about it. We're going to see a big surge in the coming days because we had our holiday and our holidays. We had Christmas and then we had New Year and we were around people and it's just going to be that way. So when Kentucky gets over the hump... I I don't know, but we'll have to, uh, have to keep an eye on it and just take care of yourself. Take care of yourself and the people around you best that you can. Multiple Grayson County law enforcement agencies have worked jointly to arrest two men on theft and drug charges during a lengthy investigation. The arrests are related to several break-ins in uh, Clarkson storage units where numerous items were stolen worth possibly thousands of dollars. The investigation late last week led to multiple residences in Caneyville where a couple of men were taken into custody and I would presume more information will be forthcoming as the investigation and perhaps even arrests continue. Sounds like uh, Clarkson PD, LPD, GCSO, KSP and uh, others may be involved in uh, a variety of in the investigation. So that's the information that we have on that. There are two times. It appears to me there are two times each year that Kentucky gets new laws. July 1st, January 1st. So they're uh, equidistant from one another. A lot of the things that the legislature will does, they set new laws. They say it'll take effect July 1st or it'll take effect January 1st. One of the new laws that took effect in Kentucky is a law that caps the cost of insulin for many residents. It went into effect on Saturday. Governor Beshear signed the legislation last March that makes insulin More affordable, calling it a game-changer for many people in a state with one of the nation's highest uh, diabetes rates. The law limits the cost of insulin to $30 uh, $30 per 30-day supply. For many Kentuckians, it applies to people with state-regulated health care plans or plans purchased on the Marketplace Exchange, so Connect, I presume, state employees and people under group plans. More than a half million Kentuckians have diabetes, and Kentucky ranks seventh nationally for prevalence of that condition. So, this is
2: good. I like this.
0: Yeah. I, I do too. My understanding is. I want to read more. Insulin because I had have people very that expensive.
1: I could maybe reach out to and help. To,
0: to the point that, you know, they were even. I saw a couple of television shows where uh, the delivery drivers, the delivery vehicles that were delivering insulin at places around our country we're being targeted like instead of robbing banks or convenience stores you saw people who were stealing insulin supplies en route to pharmacies and then selling that selling them uh, on the black market or using it for their own use and when it, you create that type of chaos it sounds like something is extremely overpriced also with the new year uh, our lawmakers are going to our state lawmakers are going to reconvene in Frankfurt tomorrow, they'll return to the state capitol tomorrow to begin the 2022 regular session of the General Assembly. A couple of big themes. They have to take up the redistricting plan before they can take up, which has to be done every uh, 10 years. Before they can take up the redistricting plan, they are going to have to delay the filing deadline for political office, which had been January 7th but they'll move it back to the more traditional date uh, a week or so later so they can take up this uh, redistricting plan. And what I can tell about the redistricting plan, it looks like on the polls, the extreme eastern and the extreme western Kentucky, it's it's almost as if they ran out of real estate on the edges and had to do some last-minute modifications in extreme eastern and extreme western Kentucky to try and make it fit, it looks like if the plan remains intact, and there's no reason to think that it wouldn't because of the supermajority in both chambers, that from eastern Kentucky, representatives Norma Kirk McCormick and Bobby McCool would end up being placed in the same district, and then the same would apply to two Republican members from eastern uh, from western Kentucky, which is Lynn Bexler and Jim Gooch. Did you say McCool was his name, Bobby McCool.
2: Yeah,
0: he eats McFlurries to chill out and be McCool. You know what, I think
2: that, uh, is, that might be Rockcastle County, because I think Rockcastle County had a player with the last
0: name McCool. Really? Yeah, I was
2: hoping he'd enter the game. He didn't come in. Uh, I was going to say that'd be fun.
0: Darn the bad luck. <laughs> uh, then on That's the Democratic side of things, Representative uh, Mary Lou Marzen and Josie Raymond would be paired in the same district, as would uh, Mackenzie Cantrell and Lisa Wilner. So, you know, people will partisanship and gerrymandering and all those things, and and that and that may be the case. But if this is the extent, if this is the extent of the disruption on a complicated plan of redistricting, I I don't know if you could have expected much better. So, but I'm I'm not uh, not an expert. Once they get the redistricting plan taken care of, then the next big thing which happens in even numbered years, is to enact a biennial state spending plan for the next two fiscal years, which will start July 1. This would be the first two-year budget enacted since 2018 because – They deferred in 2020. They deferred and did a one-year budget to try and figure out, make heads or tails of what was going to happen with COVID. But, you know, now they have just a big, huge windfall. They got big, ended with a big, huge surplus because of all the federal money flowing into state government. So how that will craft their thinking. I don't know, and this and there are some. By the way, that won't be the only two things they do. There are nearly 200 bill requests that have been generated in a process they refer to as pre-filing. You can't you can't file anything officially until tomorrow, but they do have a pre-filing qualification where you declare your intent to file, and it sounds like maybe from accountants to workforce uh, may be considered in. Some of those two hundred bills also i don 't know if this is the year that they 'll try and take it up, but the while the GOP has super control they, they are they will be determined to modify tax structure they 'll be they 'll be determined to go from income tax to usury tax over the next few years uh, it 's just a matter of when they decide to do it and when they decide that it 's the most optimum optimum time for them to be successful. So rather than you paying income tax, you just continue to pay higher sales tax or you pay taxes on things that you don't currently pay things for. So it's usually based upon your spending, what you spend on determines your tax rather than on what you earn, which is very much more similar to Tennessee, Florida, some of these other States that people are migrating to because they think that it's a, a tax advantage for them to live there. But, um, Getting getting it right, getting the things that we that are taxed. You know, we've been through one one round of that. We're now paying tax on automotive repairs. We're paying taxes on dry cleaning and some things like that that uh, we've just been doing for the last uh, three years or so. And haircuts on that list? I too. think so. Yeah, because you know it's cost. You ought to be have to pay tax to look as good as you do, Sam. Well, so what can I, I say that's why you should? Is um is that why you you just you chart out your haircuts like, I'm only getting one every three months because I'm not paying that tax. Is that why you do it's that? It's
2: usually two months, but that's one of the reasons, yes, 100%. All
0: right. Kentucky, if you got a real Christmas tree, like an actual uh, out-of-the-ground Christmas tree, and you uh, decorated your home with it this holiday season, you can donate your tree for use to a Fish Habitat. The Department of Fish and Wildlife are accepting Christmas trees through January 15th at 30 drop-off sites across the state during regular business hours. Now, that's not just on the side of the road and wherever you choose. There are 30 official sites, and I would encourage you to um, check with the Department of Fish and I'll Wildlife on where the nearest is. They will distribute them to all the various lakes um, to create fish habitats. <laughs> and our anglers will thank you for doing that because it will uh, it will create better fishing environments in the future sam did you walk across the john a roebling bridge yesterday
2: no i parked on the uh, cincinnati side yeah. so no, I didn't, did you hold uh, your
0: breath the whole time you were across the river
2: uh, no, it wasn't too bad. Nope. I mean, it's, it's better than going to Indiana.
0: Well, that's true. Uh, uh, I will give you that at least. No, I don't,
2: I don't particularly like walking across so, bridges. So. so
0: that suspension bridge on the Ohio River, which I've walked across many times, I used to love to walk <laughs> across that because we would, you know, to go to the Reds game, we would park in Covington, walk across the bridge, mm-hmm. go to Riverfront, reverse course, because this is a beautiful bridge. It is. And in, in fact, it was, at one point in time, it was the longest in the country. In fact, it was the longest in the world when it first opened in 1867. Uh, it's been closed since February 15th. Was supposed to reopen in November. Then they found some other things that they wanted to they wanted to change, and so it will not reopen until February. Well, actually, January 24th is when uh, they they think they're going to reopen it. Now, Sam, would you be surprised to know that it still carries 8,000 vehicles a day?
2: I mean, when it's open, when it's open. I, I mean, a lot of people do go across it. I mean, I've driven across it plenty of times.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and It's kind of like, I think they call it the singing
0: bridge, too, because it kind of sings when it you go over sing. it. does sing. That's right. Yeah, I always noticed that when I would mm-hmm. walk. The cars would be on those grooves mm-hmm. of the metal grates. And they, mm, mm-hmm. it was neat. Uh, how many times yesterday did you say who day, Sam? No, more than, more than you would even know. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, a loser yesterday, thanks to uh, Joe Burrow and the... Bengals the Chiefs already had secured a playoff so they didn't really have a lot to lose other than the game but and first round by first round by but Cincinnati didn't look very good in the first half but looked great in the second
2: yeah yeah they, they played extremely well it's it's one of those things that you know Bengal fans don't get a lot of moments like that yesterday so it, it was sweet as, as Kevin Malone says it's just nice to win one how many games have you seen this year this is my fourth. fourth? So I'd, I'd four. We'd a wow. four game yeah, okay. so, okay, I had that a We had a four-game pack. Okay, that's what it was. We uh, have already talked about in two weeks. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, knocking out the plan here on playoffs, playoffs, and playoffs. And we can actually say for now, it's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Saturday was a great day for the Big Blue Nation, as the Kentucky Wildcats won their fourth consecutive. Much to the surprise of some Iowans, Kentucky won their fourth consecutive bowl game with a 2022 victory in a, for the the 22 citrus bowl and what a way for it to end it's a great game uh it was a uh it you know uh when i saw the list of i saw the list and then a few minutes later i saw sam tweet the list of of players unable to perform on saturday and i thought uh oh this is going to be a long day uh dare rosenthal Josh Pascal, West Jones, Weaver, when you start listing the list of players that were out yesterday or Saturday for various reasons. I thought this isn't going to go well for Kentucky. Started strong, struggled, but then uh, did that old bend but don't break until DeAndre Square came up, a guy that should have been on crutches out on the field and was on crutches in the post game uh, media conference. Comes up with an interception to uh, steal the steal the game into the Cats' favor, and it was a great twenty to seventeen victory.
2: Yeah, it was. They played really well at the end. I mean, Wandale Robinson is Wandale Robinson. <laughs> That was a great catch and run, and then Rodriguez closes it off. But, yeah, Square's interception was really impressive.
0: Great kid. Couldn't have happened to a better kid as well. And uh, to see Chris Oates at the game yesterday or on Saturday as well, that that being his class. And, uh, I mean, those guys have won. Those guys, DeAndre Square and Chris Oates, and those guys, I guess Josh Pascal's in that class too, uh, have won four consecutive bowl games, which is uh, Kentucky has had two 10-win seasons in the last four years. And in the previous 100 years, they had only had two, mm-hmm. so and hadn't had one in 60 years before that. So it um, was uh, it was a good day, and then it was a good day to be in Lexington for the UK basketball family on Friday, as uh, got an early start. But Orlando, it was a good weekend for Orlando it so when it comes to it Kentucky. Was. Orlando Tubby Smith had his jersey hung in the rafters on Friday. And so it was good to see now the Cats did, you know, put a whooping on High Point, just like they were supposed to. But uh, Grady scored 23. So on the road to Baton Rouge tomorrow night. Yep. That's right. That's good. That's a tough test. Yeah, they get the, We'll find out how good at Kentucky really is tomorrow if they show up and play uh, when they face the Bengal Tigers of LSU. So there you go. All caught up. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Hang around. Plenty more on the way here on In the Nose. Today is I like the way Thank God it's Monday. I don't know about that.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm gonna
0: it's <laughs> yeah. this is like a super Monday. I'll be better. I'll be better by tomorrow. But today yeah, just too. feels a little like what? I mean, tomorrow got, will be more like Monday. Yeah, in a way. you got to go back at some point, so yeah, that's fine. It's
1: hard on a Monday like today.
0: It is weigh-in day today. Yep. <gasps> oh, I bet a lot of people did. Really well, it's time to get back on the get back on the normal. It is also drinking straw day today. Uh, they're getting harder to find. They are. You've got one over there. Yep, you go some places and they don't want to give them up anymore. Well,
1: here's the thing: he really does not care for straws. I do, but he doesn't.
2: I would say that I probably have no strong opinion. I mean, well, if I'm at a restaurant or something, I'd like to have a straw just because I don't. But that's probably I, well. I mean, it's not like I own, I don't probably have any straws at my house.
1: So, I, do you drink dark colored liquids?
2: By traditionally. I would say so, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't necessarily matter to me. I would be drinking out of a straw regardless.
1: (laughs) Well, so the thing is, if you use straw and you drink dark colored liquids, it bypasses your teeth. Mm. So Mm. you don't get the stain. Uh,
0: If I am sitting at a table and I'm not, and I'm stationary, I don't want you to put a lid on my on my glass or my cup or makes you feel like you're a child yeah, a little bit like here's your sippy cup. And so, and, but if you are going to put a lid on it, then you better make sure you give me a straw. But then there are some places that aren't now giving you, they're trying to reduce uh one use plat single use plastics.
2: I mean, so I they're not like giving you lids or straws. If you're at a, if you are at a fast food restaurant, you definitely need a straw.
0: Hmm, yeah. Yeah. I don't doubt that. It is also uh humiliation day today no it's not a day to humiliate someone just because you want, so that's that's not it. Humiliation day is a day we recognize the negative effects that humiliation can have on people or groups or people or dogs forced to wear onesies or <laughs> dog, you know, dogs, dogs pa- don't wear clothes my parents yes they do, uh, yes, they that's do. What fur all is. of my parents' Far- dogs. Fur is clothes.
2: But I bet my, dogs, my parents' dogs have their sweaters on right now. <laughs> it's chilly out there.
0: If you are struggling for New Year, Sam, did you make a resolution? No, I don't I'm usually. I'm not going to ask you, Miss Buckles. I know the answer. I, well, I don't think you did. <laughs>
2: I don't usually. Uh,
0: okay. Yeah, I don't have a technical r- resolution. I didn't say, here's my New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. But there are some things like we got to do differently in 2022. And here are some alternatives that should make your life easier in 2022. Focus on passion, not the way you look. So, like, work out to feel good rather than to be thinner. Stop gossiping. Give out at least one compliment a day. And here's the hardest 2022 resolution. Go without checking your email for 24 hours. By the way, I think text messages and all that fall into that. I don't think it's just email easy for some people.
1: I have no <laughs> issue with the email ones. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah. I'm of, sitting on a few.
0: All your communiques would be different. Yeah, I can do the email. The, the, text message actually... would be, the
2: text message would be more difficult.
1: Well, I could give up those unless it's him or
0: our daughters. <laughs> It'd be hard to communicate. Uh, here are four reasons to make New Year's resolutions, even if you don't keep them. Uh, One is intention, being honest with yourself about your current condition and the distance to your preferred situation is key to improvement. So even if you later break them, acknowledging them is uh, important. Hope and engagement, making New Year's resolutions uh, are inherently hopeful and optimistic. You expect things can get better for you, for your work experience, or for your community. Number three, uh, responsibility. Most New Year's resolutions have some impact on others. And number four, inspiration. When you seek to be better, do better, or contribute more fully, you tend to inspire others as well. So it's not just about you; it's about other people as well that will benefit from your um, determination or your. Even if it's short-lived, you got to give it. Uh, you got to give it a good effort. Now, as you're efforting to do things differently in 2022. Michigan State University has come up with their annual list of words and phrases that should be banished from usage beginning immediately. Okay.
2: I think I'll probably enjoy this.
0: They do this annually. Michigan, uh, it's Michigan's Lake Superior State University, not Michigan State University, Lake Superior, because they apparently think they're superior. So these are things that are misused, overused, or general, or have general uselessness. First, wait, what? Usually found in text or on social media, this response to a statement to express astonishment, misunderstanding, or disbelief is banished for misuse and overuse. Wait, what? I'm not
2: sure that I've ever... Done that on social media or anything. If anything, it would be more in daily conversation that, Me too. that would pop up.
0: <laughs> Wait
2: a
1: minute. What?
0: You're not doing it to feign astonishment. You're actually astonished when you say it. I would and probably if, say if, so. If so, then maybe okay. Uh, no worries is also to be banished for misuse oh, and I overuse. Use,
2: I use that. That's fine.
0: This phrase incorrectly substitutes for you're welcome when someone says thank you because it's, you know, hard to say you're welcome, so... You just say, no worries.
2: I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the potato, potato is what I say. <laughs> by the way, it's
0: similar, not, not, but... my, not my list. Take it up with Flick Superior. Uh, at the end of the day, although originally banished in 1999, it figured a way to make its way back into parlance. It persists as an example of an overused synopsis of a conversation or debate, often by politicians and pundits. But hey, it is what it is. That being said, it has been referred to as a verbal filler, redundant justification, and pompous posturing. You could simply say however or but, even that said. So at the end of the day, if you want to say that being said, you should stop and think, wait, what?
2: See
0: see what you're Uh doing here.
2: I'm I'm picking up what you're putting
0: down. Here's one that I can't agree with. Asking for a friend.
2: Banish oh, for misuse that's a joke. and
0: overuse through deceit, but it comes up everywhere. And it was funny for a while, but it's not funny at all now. It's a cutesy phrase often used in an attempt at deterring self-identification, and it's not fooling anyone. So
2: I'm not sure that anybody actually thinks it's fooling the other person.
0: But, right. what, but what happens when you're actually literally asking for a friend? Have you ever done that? I think sure. I would preface it with something else. I've asked on. I've asked things on behalf of other people before. Circle back is next on the list. One of the most overused phrases in business. That and synergy. Uh, deep dive. Yeah, we're going to do a deep dive. We've also been using. By the way, I wouldn't put this on the list yet, but I'll tell you a word that we're using a lot. Unpack. All right. there's a lot to unpack with that. So that's kind of new, and maybe it hasn't played itself out yet, but it will soon go the way of deep dive. New normal. You're on mute. <laughs> <laughs> no, that one needs to stay because people can't figure that out. <laughs> and supply chain. I mean,
2: that's, a, that's like a,
0: a word. I'm being forced to use that. It's not because I want to. It's because I uh, I have to. Here are some baby names that one publication hopes that they never have to hear again after the year 2021. Uh, One, Delta. Sorry, Kristen Bell's kid.
2: I've never met a Delta.
0: Yeah. Uh, Corona. COVID. Karen.
2: Somebody naming their kid COVID?
0: Probably. There have been a few people that that have done it. Why? It's the same people who named their daughters Khaleesi after the Game of Thrones. Uh, that at least makes more sense than... Do you know the character, I Khaleesi? do not, then, but <laughs> hey, you're a disease you do, that tell, is, <laughs> yeah, you know, I gotta, Well, Khaleesi might be a disease, too. Um, <laughs> Karen. Okay, I got that one. And by the way, apologies to normal Karens. Mm-hmm. It's really sad that some Karens get, you know, painted with a broad brush. Uh, Ghislaine. who? yeah, you don't want to be a Ghislaine grogu don't name that would have been what like naming your wrong? kid Yoda don't name that your is kid grogu terrible and then I will be curious to know how many in 2022 I would love to see how many people name their kid brandon regard <laughs> regardless of what your political leanings are you would be uh that would be a bold move in 2022 just knowing that your kid's going to get snickered at because of the, the mark that's been left on the name Brandon. So there are the lists of uh, names that aren't supposed to be used in 2022. And I also learned, I know this is the time of year there are lots of mamas who are looking to downsize the number of toys that their children have in their toy rooms and their toy chests. Uh, In fact, very special, Agent Natalie Tall is one of those mamas who is trying to downsize the amount of toys, and the reason is because a new study looking at children between ages 3 and 12 say 20 toys is the number. If you go over 20 toys, it's overkill. They They studied kids to see how many toys they would play with, whether they put 30, 40, whatever the number was, and it was only going to be 20 no matter how long they tried to play with them.
2: It's like dog toys. A lot of people have a lot of dog toys, but the dogs have their favorites. Got to cut down on those, too.
0: 80% of people under 13 13 years old play with 20 or less toys they own. So if you've got more than that, might as well repurpose them or uh, donate them or... And plus, you just don't have room, right? It just turns into a toy toy wasteland uh, with uh, all the storage. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Notes. (laughs) During the entire run of the Gilligan's Island TV show, it was never revealed if Gilligan was his first or last name. Hmm.
1: And I guess I'm fine not knowing.
0: I'm fine not knowing, but now that I know that I don't know, I start imagining, well, what would his last name have been or what would his first name have been? Uh, Maybe his last name was Lil Buddy. Maybe it was French. It was a French origin, little buddy, because mm-hmm. he got because the skipper called him little buddy. So maybe it was Gilligan, little buddy. I don't think that was probably it. Potential, but, I guess. But if if Gilligan was his last name, then what would his first name have been? I don't. I don't know. We do, we don't we don't know these things. Hey, um, you um, we're going to do the water cooler question today. But we're going to use the text line. Um, and here's the prize. So we've been, we were able to secure some tickets. I don't know much about this artist, by the way. Um, maybe, maybe you do, but, uh, hmm, I got to get it connected because I'm trying to play this for you. Sam, do you know who Jason Isbell is? Oh yeah. 100%. You do know Jason Isbell? So this is some, this is someone people know. Yeah. I, I mean, listen, this was a revolution
2: 91 seven favorite down on. WKU's campus. Really? Jason yeah.
0: Isbell in the 400 uh-huh. unit? Is uh-huh. that right? Let's see. This is Jason Isbell. He's,
2: t- he's really talented. He's got some good songs. Uh, this is uh, this
0: this was was. called Hope the High Road. So, uh, Jason Isbell is coming to the Louisville Palace on January 14th. In fact, he'll be there the 14th and the 15th. But we have tickets for you for the 14th. So... If you like Jason Isbell and you want to go see Jason Isbell at Louisville Palace, get your phone out and text 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000, and we're going to do the water cooler question. So the first correct answer to text the answer to 270-259-6000 wins the tickets. Will that be okay, Sam? That sounds good to me. Yeah, no. Sam, you can't win.
2: I was gonna say I have. I think uh, that's Butler County night. I
0: actually. can get you in, but you can't <laughs> win. Well, I have
2: to Does that be fair enough? I mean, do I get to meet Chase and Isabel? By the way, what? does oh, the like, does did I steal th- your pen? Does the, that, the, know, the, text, okay.
0: the text the text line still working for contesting, isn't it? We had to knock the rust off of it just a little bit because think, we haven't uh, done it in a while. You gotta uh, maybe blow the dust. Two seven zero two five nine six thousand is the number you text your answer to. Two seven zero two five nine six thousand. I don't even. I've even forgotten how to turn pages during the couple of weeks that we were away. Like I can't even get my can't even get my pages turned properly. Whew. You need me to search I'm, for I'm the water cooler question. Blocking and tackling. Oh no, I got it right here. Here's the question. This occurs more often in the first week of the new year than at any other time. This occurs more often in the first week of the new year than at any other time. If you know the answer, text it to 2702596000 and you'll win tickets to see um, Jason Isbell, and his band is what, the 400 Unit? Is that, Something like that. That's the name of it. Let's see, what else? Is there another Jason Isbell song? This is Only Children.
2: Yeah, he's got, uh, he's kind of like an alternative
0: is, rock. Isn't he married to someone famous as well? No, that seemed I, like I saw him interviewed with Dan Rather. Like, he was doing a... This Kay. is kind of mellow. Is this what you played at Revolution, Sam? Were you all mellow? All at night. Yeah, I mean, we'd play yeah. a lot of this. Okay. 270 yeah. 259 The question is, you text the answer. This occurs more often in the first week of the new year than at when any other time. What is Shana it? Shauna Tucker is his wife. 270 two Who's nine, a ba- six ba- six former four.
2: bass player for the drive-by truckers. Okay. Oh, yeah,
0: me. the drive-by truckers, sure. Yeah, I just saw them last week. Uh, I was just, and, in fact, I was just listening to them. Sarcasm.
2: I'm, 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 I sensed a little bit.
0: Uh, Betty White's agent says that he always told her how beloved she was by her fans, and he says that she knew it. I was really – I was in the middle of a big project on Friday, and I hadn't been around my phone for a while. Reached down, checked it, saw the notification. And I said, oh, no, Betty White, you know, like on New Year's Eve, it just seemed like –
2: well, I, I liked, I don't know if you read, the thing that her mom had always told her. Did you see this? I'm not sure. Her mom had always told her, said that, uh, you know, no one really knows what happens when we die. We think we know and all of that. And she said that, but when you do, you know the secret. So she said, so when I die, I'll know the secret. So mm-hmm. that was kind of the thing that I think Ryan Reynolds tweeted saying, now Betty White knows the secret.
0: That's pretty neat.
2: Yeah. So it's kind of a cool little little thing that, because uh, I know Ryan Reynolds had tweeted something the day prior Along the lines of, uh, man, they need to st- stop uh, making up the relationship status of me and Betty White. Because uh, yeah. him and Betty White had a really good relationship. And-
0: you know, she when they brought her back in that Snickers commercial, she went back into the stratosphere mm-hmm. with another generation of people. And um, then she hosted Saturday Night Live. She's the oldest person to host. And She's hilarious. I missed the Golden Girls. So the Golden Girls, it the demographic, when it was in its first runs, I was not the demographic they were after. <laughs> so I didn't pay it any attention. I was like, why would I want to watch these four old ladies on television? Like, I just had no. But as being, being an older person, though, and looking back, when I see the clips and kind of in ways that it was groundbreaking, And it was like old lady friends. (laughs) It's kind of like the way that it was, and the writing was so good, and her ability to uh, she was just really good in the show. Kind of snarky, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but then also she played the dumb card very well. You know, she was was the the, ditzy one. Yeah. So
1: Anna and I love the Golden Girls so much. Great, great. My,
2: My grandma would always watch it, so I know she really liked Betty White
0: you know she was on at least 3 maybe even 4 uh just you know tremendous television shows and then she was on game shows a lot you know her husband was a game show host and remarkable career uh weekend box office Spider-Man No Way Home and Sing 2 continue to reign in the top 2 spots at the box office closing the book on the 2021 box office too uh the 21 box office was 101% higher than 2020 but well, still 60% lower than 2019. Say, that's so it not saying a, much. gives you right? an idea. They were 100% <laughs> more than the previous year, which makes perfect sense. Janet Jackson has a new documentary. They've set a premiere date, and there's a new trailer out. A&E and Lifetime have revealed... That the first episode in their two-part documentary about Janet Jackson, made in cooperation with the singer herself, will premiere on January the 28th. Of course, famous for many things, including the wardrobe malfunction. And wouldn't you know it, there was another wardrobe malfunction on New Year's Eve. Miley Cyrus had a wardrobe malfunction during her performance on New Year's Eve. Uh, she went backstage to try and correct it That girl's been trying to take her clothes off about it from the day that <laughs> she left the, the Disney Channel so uh, I'd say that was all choreographed They made it look like something but uh, I doubt that was by accident. She know what she's doing. We got to get to a break we'll come back to finish it up for the morning here on in the know. MB's point to ponder for today. Sam, did anyone on the text line say firings or layoffs? Let me look. Yes. All right, they won. So, did the person who said, the first person who said firings or layoffs to the water cooler question, four two nine five, the winner of the uh, Jason Isbell tickets and the 400 units. So, uh, congratulations to you there, Sam. Did you uh, you were at the game, so maybe you didn't see it, but they had the big heaters on the sideline mm-hmm. of the game last uh, yesterday, especially in Green Bay. You see, Minnesota at Green Bay, it was cold, cold last mm-hmm. night.
2: It's cold. I mean, it was only about thirty, but. It was chilly.
0: Uh, at least you had a little sunshine during the day yesterday. Oh, no, we're on the side that doesn't no, get No, you're the on sun. the shade side. Uh-huh. But a chief staffer got too close to one of those space eaters, and, you know, they have the big down uh-huh. jackets, caught himself on fire. I missed that. Uh, on the sideline.
2: Chief's <laughs> sideline's on the opposite side of where I sit. So they it's... didn't bring
0: the little fire department out on the sideline mm-hmm.
2: and... Yeah, no, I missed I, I missed that. We him down. We were, uh, we were too busy celebrating yesterday.
0: <laughs> do, you, do you have chili when you go to the games? Do you have to have chili? I did. did. I did
2: have uh, chili, and then we stopped and ate uh, more after the game. Because hmm. it's a little expensive inside the stadium, but we were hungry. And see, in the, st- in the Bengals stadium, they have Gold Star,
0: which is oh, kind of like that's the redheaded second, stepchild. second rate chili, isn't it? Correct.
2: Yeah. It's like, I mean, it's it's if it's your only option, it's okay, but.
1: But you have the good stuff later. Uh huh. Yeah, then okay. we went and got Skyline. Gotcha. Because
2: mm-hmm. the Reds are good, and they got Skyline
0: inside the stadium. Yeah. It's kind of weird that they don't have both. Interesting. Oh, well, you can't have both. That's sacrilegious. No, no, no. I mean, I'm surprised that the Reds have Skyline, but the Bengals do not. Yeah, the Bengals you have Gold Star. Sp- you just would figure that Skyline had the rights mm-hmm. on both those both those Bengals, buildings. I
2: think, have had Gold Star forever, too. Interesting.
0: Uh, on television tonight, the season 26 premiere of The Bachelor... Got it recorded at home, right? Counting down mm-hmm. the minutes. No, I've not added it to my YouTube TV lineup. The season two premiere of Keenan on NBC on NBC. Know, is that good? Uh it's okay. It, it's not it's not too bad. It's Don Johnson's a little I don't I don't know if Don Johnson is well cast in that, but Keenan's pretty good. Chris Redd just plays what Chris Red does on Saturday. So if night it's
2: on, night. you're not, not gonna watch it, but you're not going out of your way to watch it. Yeah, it, it usually it.
1: It kind of falls to the bottom of the list in our recorded, like recorded television. It's kind of like
0: the gold star of gold star of television.
1: <laughs> like,
0: if you're really, bad. if you're really hungry, nothing else. It's not. It's so not. That su- means <laughs> that there
2: is a small population of people <laughs> that think it's better than anything else.
0: Yeah, it's no skyline. <laughs> uh, also on NBC tonight, I think it's the premiere. It's the Jimmy Fallon involved show called That's My Jam. Saw, Basically a karaoke show. I saw a very brief preview for that. Yeah. Uh, celebrity guests, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Chance the Rapper, Alicia Cara, and Josh Groban compete in a series of music, dance, and trivia-based games and musical performances. If you've ever seen The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, you can imagine what this show is. On Fox, the season three premiere of Nine One One Lone Star... And on Fox, a series premiere of something called "The Cleaning Lady." A doctor brings her ailing son to the U.S. for medical treatment. When the system fails her, she's forced into hiding and becomes a cleaning lady for the mob. Hmm. Sounds is
2: that on yeah. Fox?
0: Yeah, it's... I don't, I don't think. I think does I'm that gonna...
2: scream serial television? It doesn't really to me. Lady Cougars against Owensburg tonight, seven o'clock. That's the best thing to watch at home. Correct.
0: All right. And on your big screen, smart television, or your small, small smart screen television.
2: We don't uh, we don't discriminate. It works. Or your cell phone.
0: Both ways. Subscribe to the YouTube, uh, the K105 YouTube channel. Yeah,
2: you get the notifications. I think it's usually like 15 minutes before we go live. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's helpful. Yeah.
0: And you get notifications whenever the E.E. E. McGee show comes on.
2: hmm <laughs> I
0: didn't know this was happening, but... It's, yeah, it's a... it's. I got some crew members. It's from, help. it's from the makers of The Cleaning Lady. <laughs> the, in 1777, General George Washington's army routed the British in the Battle of Princeton, New Jersey. Alaska became the 49th state. This date in 1959. Jack Ruby died in a Dallas hospital. This date in 1967. Apple Computer was incorporated in Cupertino, California. This date in 1977. Gerald Ford was laid to rest. This date in 2007. Dabney Coleman is 90 today. Dabney Coleman, infamously the boss in 9 to 5 with Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda and Dolly Parton. Uh, Stephen Stills is 77 today. Victoria Principal is 72. Mel Gibson is 66. Danica McKellar is 47 today. So I know who that is. Well, you don't have to, but I do. I feel Win- like I know. Winnie Cooper. Yes. From I knew the it. wonder years.
1: <sighs> Listen. Yes. Any male in that age range. Yes. I was
0: going to say, I got nothing.
1: You're too young.
0: Listen. And the thing is, was like, she was not really like a smoke show, but she was, she was one of those young ladies, though. What's her name? Danica McKellar. But the character, Winnie Cooper, mm-hmm. she was a girl you could take home to mom. She was smart. She had looks. She was like. That that was the, yeah.
1: <laughs> she was the girl next door, yeah. but she had different features.
0: That's yeah. Her, okay. Like, I haven't seen her at age 47, but.
1: Well, he pulled up.
2: A picture of her. I mean, I guess that's
0: a more recent picture of her. Eli oh Manning. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's her. Is yeah, that? That's, that's current day. Can I see that? Eli Manning is 41 today. He'll be on tonight. Peyton and Eli is the last one. They're not doing next week. Uh, no,
2: there is no Monday night game next week.
0: Oh, right, 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 right. Everything wraps up on Sunday, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Which is weird. The season going a week later is weird to me. Yesterday should have been the end of the regular season.
2: I think they should have just given the Lombardi to the Cincinnati <laughs> Bengals and said, hey, you know what?
0: Gone but not forgotten. The Cicero was born in 106 B.C. J.R.R. R. Tolkien was born in 1892. Victor Borga in 1909. Sir George Martin in 1926. Chart Toppers. Don't have much time for chart toppers today, but we'll get one in here. 1960. Miss now Tony Fisher you. with the big hurt. About Frank Thomas? Yep. It was written. It was a written about Frank Thomas. Mm-hmm. Tony Fisher is from Chicago. Mm-hmm. So that's the South right. Side though. Yeah, she had season tickets to uh, Comiskey, mm-hmm. and her seats were down the first baseline mm-hmm. at the about the end of the dugout. And so she was inspired to write this song.
2: 40 years before he ever played a game.
0: About 80% of the people that just heard that, Sam, bought every bit of it.
2: Mm-hmm. Even though Frank Thomas, what, started his career in the mid-'90s?
0: <laughs> yeah. At maybe slightly earlier than that. Glenn Campbell, Wichita lineman, number one this the state 1969. And you all be mad at me if I didn't play Dolly. Love it. Here you come again, number one, this date in 78. Wang Chung, everybody have fun tonight in 87. One Sweet Day, Mariah Carey in 96. And uh, Gavin DeGraw, I Don't Want to Be in 05. And Timber, Pitbull, and Kesha at number one, seven years ago today. So there you go. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Cheers to a new year and another chance for us to get it right. Cheers to a new year and another chance for us to get it right. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.